all my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Wanna slice, got to roll the dice. That's why all my life, I've been grinding all my life. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producing, spinning the one and twos, 877-37-GRIND is your number. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose. And we're broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. All right, sticking with the NFL theme. So, yeah, that's my prediction there. I'll tell you, if he if they land with Carson and Jimmy's not ready to go, the only way it's going to save any type of – you know, disruption, I believe, for Devontae Adams, and that's if they come out the gate winning. But if they start losing early and you're waiting on Jimmy to get back, and because remember I told you when we talked a little bit about not this particular Carson Wentz thing because this just developed over the weekend, but when we were talking about Devontae Adams, remember I told you that it's a situation where a part of his anger is, which I kind of back him on this, but part of his anger with them is that they lied to him to get him to sign. They sold him on the vision of playing with Derek Carr and his former college teammate. Now, granted, he got paid handsomely to go over there, but the truth of the matter, and he's not the first player and he ain't going to be the last that an NFL GM and owner and coach lied to. And that's what they did. And that's why he's, and to be honest with you, if he wasn't such a seasoned vet, he probably would have exploded. You probably, we'd probably be coming here on an every other day basis by him getting one-liners off on Twitter or social media just ranting. But I think Devontae does care about his brand, but I think he's a little bit more mature, but he's handled it a certain way. But I'm just telling you, if this results, because he, he was already shaky with Jimmy, and Jimmy's been to a Super Bowl and two NFC Championship games. So if he was already feeling the way off of that, tell him that, oh, by the way, we did cut Derek Carr, but Jimmy's not ready. Oh, on top of that, we got to roll with Carson. And I'll tell you, Josh McDaniels is still trying to prove that he's had coach material. We know he can call plays. We know he can be a coordinator for Bill Belichick and be one of the greatest ones and call plays, but we don't know yet if he's cut out to be a head coach. This is act two for him. Act two. 877-37-GRIND. Okay, keeping it moving here. Um, also, uh, what else do we have to get to? Oh, yes. Um, Robert Sala, which is the head coach of the Jets, made a decision from what I'm hearing to cancel mandatory OTAs. When I first heard about this, I thought that I've got to be hearing this wrong. Uh, but part of the reason is saying that, hey, man, camp is right around the corner. Um, you know, we're going to be a camp. We're going to take the guys, give them an opportunity uh, to take some time off. You know, they've been through many camps. So, you know, we've seen Andrew Rogers, this and that. Could be a big mistake. Big mistake. The Jets have not even learned how to win yet. Anything. Not not a not a division, not a four, five, six game winning streak, let alone a playoff game. And they've been a franchise that has been stuck in losing mess forever. For a long time. Why do you culture in the NFL is important? And if the leader, which Robert Sala is the head coach, he's the leader. If the coach is saying, take days off, or we're gonna give this just, you know, we've got we've got a future Hall of Fame quarterback that's coming into the building for the first time, first year. 
I mean, we've we've still got a two back to back young rookie classes that are trying to grow together. If Robert Sala, if if your leader sets the tone for saying, hey, it's okay, hey, we covered enough in 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 many OTAs, the mandatory, we'll take three days off or whatever, we'll 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 come back ready for camp. How do you expect anybody else on the team in the building to go all out? I just think it's one of those that. Um, you know, Robert Sala is still a young coach. I mean, this is only what? He'll be going to his third year with the Jets, I believe. I think this is his third year coming in with the New York Jets. Um, yeah, this will be his third season coming in. Um, this could be an early, early coaching mistake because I believe you're setting the wrong tone and you're setting the wrong – and you're, he is still in the process of culture building. You know, I know he came from the 49ers, spent a lot of time around Kyle Shanahan, you know, uh, John Lynch and what they've built in San Fran. Uh, but you can't really take those players or those other personnels with you. He's taking a few of them with him in New York, but it really comes back to what have you learned and what kind of leadership you're going to be. And to me, you know what this smell, I hope I'm wrong. I'm, I'm not going to go full-fledged that this is what it is. But also that now that I talk about this and think about this, this also smells a little bit of maybe, are, are you, you pantering to Aaron Rodgers early a little bit too much? You know, is this really Aaron more like, hey, man, we're good. Aaron wants, Aaron's got this guy. I don't think so. I doubt it. But the, the reality of it is, if they go through with this and cancel those days of OTAs and practice, I have a problem with that. What do you got? What do you give me the gas face? Uh, doing a little, because cause I had missed, I hadn't seen anything about right. him canceling uh, practices. And, and really, what this, he, he's not canceling practices. He's, he's calling this time off between now and training camp the phase me period. All right. So when somebody said when when somebody said is brushing something off, you know, they say, "Well, it doesn't phase me. It, it has no impact on my opinion of you." Right? He's saying he wants his players to attack these next 40 days because we did just wrap up OTAs. Now we have time off until training camp. So you can't have players back in the building. You can't you know, the, the, we are done with the off-season program until training camp. And so he's calling these next 40 days the phase me. He wants to see you putting in the work. Make me think different of you. Make me think better of you. I want to see you, and that, that's what he hit the podium with today in, in terms of the um, in terms no, of talking about the we've, phase we've, me. We've got a period between June fifteenth. Today's the twelfth. We've got a period for some teams between June fifteenth and eighteenth that are mandatory OTAs. We're not we're not done with mandatory OTAs yet. We're not done with – that's the whole thing in this whole deal. He's electing not to utilize his days of OTAs. We're not done with OTAs yet. We still, we've, still got Jan we've still got teams that are going 15th, 16th, 18th of June this week with OTAs. Check me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure on that one. We're not – after OTAs, then it's a break until camp starts 30-day or whenever late July. That you had OTAs and then you got three or four days of mandatory OTAs. And then you break 30, 40 days before it's camp starts. Mandatory mini camp. That's, right. that's the phase we're at. The o right. OTA offseason workouts is done. Okay, but the man got okay, two days of mandatory, mandatory mini camp. Yeah, and that's two what days. he's doing away with. And that's the wrong message to, to send. It's stupid. You got a young team in the Jets. Go find me another team that's going to that's canceled. First of all, this is what pisses me off about this whole situation, because the players union 
has gone and fought for years to where they don't even have as much training camps ain't what they used to be anyway. You can't have two a days anymore anyway. They've already in a CBA that has cut back on how many times that you can really meet with them in the offseason and all that. And then on top of that, this this window that allows the CBA allows you to have the mandatory uh, mini camp. You're going to go ahead and cancel that for two or three days and just say, hey, well, this is a this is a period that we're going to use to our down period or whatever the hell he's talking about. That's the wrong message to send, in my opinion. He's addressing this situation. So, so yes, this one's a little bit uh, – this was um, middle of last week this report came out. His comments on why he would cancel this mini camp is he said with the Hall of Fame game, which I think they're playing the Browns in the Hall of Fame game this year. Uh, with the Hall of Fame game, we're reporting a week earlier than everybody else, and guys need to get away. We've been here. They've put they've put in a really good off season. All the guys have since April, and just to give the guys an extra week to go take their break because you need a week off, and then you've got to rev back up to get ready for the season. He said having this extra week, taking the week off, then the Fourth of July. There's just a lot of things that can mess up the flow, but we'll pick it up and regain it once we get back from the Hall of Fame game. This is this is bad lead, and I like Coach Sal. This is bad leadership. You've already the, the guy. This is what's wrong with sometimes the product from the NFL anyway, and guys' injuries and why we get hurt so much because the CBA that they fought through that D. Marie Smith was all full transparency. We want this and we want to open the books. When they were negotiating years ago, it was like, hey, we don't want to show up for OTAs until this date. We only want to have to do three days. Oh, and by the way, when we show up, it's no pads. We're just in shorts. You've already spent years of going back and taking back from this. And my whole point is, this isn't a veteran team that has, like, if Andy Reid does this for the Kansas City Chiefs, okay. If the 49ers want to do this, if Kyle Shanahan, they want to do this because whether they, and you know what's so weak about it is that Sal is trying to use the Hall of Fame game as, as a cop-out. It's crap, man. You, you're, this team doesn't even know how to win yet. They haven't learned anything yet. This is supposed that to me, when you take your foot off the gas, if you're the head coach and you put out a message to be like, well, you know what, man, we got the Hall of Fame game and we've had a real good offseason. So, you know, give these guys some times off and we're going to regroup. You put that mentality out there. It's hard to get that back. And, and to me, I'm not going to go here with this, but this does smell a lot of Aaron Rodgers. This smells a lot of catering Aaron Rodgers. Remember, the last few years of Green Bay Packers, Aaron ain't wanted to participate in none of the phases that's going on right now. Rightfully, he's in that system. He knows whatever. But you're with some new receivers, even though you brought a lot of them over from Green Bay. You got a new coach. And these young play guys around you that you're showing up at the Knicks games with and sauce and all these, these guys ain't won a damn thing in the NFL yet. They ain't even experienced a six-game winning streak. But you're going to give – you're Gonna let them because of the Hall of Fame game. You're gonna go ahead and let them skip three days of mandatory minicamp because you feel like we've had a good off season. That to me, that that's not that's 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 not that's the wrong message. You're skipping three days because you're coming back a week earlier. Doesn't matter. You're still taking days off, Jonas. Go find me another team. I, who are they playing the Hall of Fame game? The Browns. Okay, have y'all take? Are y'all gonna skip these three mandatory? Have you heard anything? I don't, I don't know what they're doing. No, now. you probably not. A guy that's coaching for his job, a guy that's got Deshaun Watson in a real offseason. And that's where I would say the two the two units are in a different spot. I think Salah's job is a little bit a little bit more safe because this was ownership's decision to go in and, and, and make this Rodgers ploy, adding Hackett into the as an offensive coordinator. I would say that the situation is a little bit different. The pressure is a little bit different. 
This is the, about preparation. It doesn't matter whether his job is safe or not. You're setting the wrong tone, dude. It's like it's like if you're going to school and the teacher tells you, "Hey, man, it's the last week of summer. It's about to break." Like, hey, we're basically doing. We're showing movies on Friday. Don't bring your textbook. You already turned them in anyway. Would you remember them days? What is your mentality going to that Friday? You're laid back. You're figuring like, "Hey, man. I mean, hell, I used to get card games and dice games. Get ready to go on days like that. What the hell you mean from an organization ain't want a damn thing, man? Sol I don't like Salah. This is bad. This ain't a good look. It's flying on the radar right now because, it, for one, it's the Jets. And, and But we understand we cover them a lot, Aaron Rodgers. No, man. I promise you Cleveland ain't taking three days off, and y'all got the same damn schedule playing the same Hall of Fame game they are if you tell me that's who the opponent is. He dropped the ball on this one. You can't spin this one. This is a rookie. This is a guy going in his third year, and you were sending a New England Patriots. I believe it was the year after they won, they beat Seattle in the Super Bowl. That crazy, you know, should have gave it to Marshawn Lynch. I think it was that one. Or the at the parade, freezing temperatures. Everybody getting on the mic, got to say something. Bill comes to the mic and he says there, no days off. No days after the, at the parade. Sala is in, he has a young team with a veteran Hall of Fame quarterback a running back that's young coming off an injury, there nobody besides Aaron Rodgers knows how to win in that building. I'm not defending this. And I like Salah. I have nothing against Salah, but this is this is you've already got a CBA that cuts these days down anyway. There's nothing that this sounds like more to me. You either either, like I said, Aaron Rodgers, uh, you catering to Aaron or either sounds like Salah or some people in that coaching staff got some personal things that they want to do. It sounds like they got some honeydews and some vacations they want to go to. And you're right. He might not be under the pressure that Stefanski is coming this season, but when you make decisions like this and things go belly up and you made this big old deal giving up Aaron Rodgers, this is how you get your ass into Stefanski landscape come next season. Now, they come out, they win. They beat Josh Allen in Buffalo week one on primetime Monday night. Week three, four, they're out in the AFC East. They're 3-0, and 4-0. This segment's forgot about. No one, even, no one even cares about whether they took off June 12th, 15th, and the 14th. But I'm telling you, this is a wrong. This is culture-building time, and you don't do that. Because I'm a fan of details. Uh, looking at the NFL's, you know, when they, when they shared out the off-season workout dates for all 32 teams, the Browns wrapped up last week. Their their mandatory minicamp was the sixth through the eighth, so that was already last week. If you look at the dates and you look at how much you do the math, as okay, what were your, what were your OTA off-season workout days, your mandatory minicamp days? Uh, they've actually spent less time than the Jets. But did they cancel it though? It was it, it the days. I don't care when the days hold, are. Hold on, it doesn't matter. On. They they've used them differently, and so matter. and so Sala could already said, "Hey, we we did that. We covered this all last week. No, there's no reason to be here. The Browns no. this week are not doing no. anything. No, and since per you like per, since, according to their since you like schedule. since you like details so much, then why don't you go research that they they got this Hall of Fame game every year. So why don't you go research and tell me the last two teams that's had to play? Because everybody knows it ain't just breaking news. Everybody plays the Hall of Fame game. You get one extra preseason game. It's been like that. So you go look in when's the last time you've seen any team playing the Hall of Fame game that has decided to schedule or cancel two to three mandatory mini camps during the course of getting ready for training camp. Let me know when you find one. I don't give a damn if the Browns had theirs last. They got them done, though. They didn't cancel it. 
The fact that you're they defending had, they this. They had less schedule. The fact that you're defending it, And you're a hard worker, too. That's why it basically hurts me that you're even defending this. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I mean, like, again, if this is Andy Reid, okay. But they wouldn't do it. Why do you think they're running a miniature dynasty, as they tell me? If this is Bill Belichick, you think no. If this is even, even if this is... uh. Who, if, even if Buffalo, and, they, and they've had their heart broken. They haven't really won anything yet. They won the division the last couple of years. But even if it's Buffalo, I'm thinking, oh, it was probably. But the Jets? That tells me the old organization think y'all just won because y'all going to sell some tickets because y'all got Aaron Rodgers and he didn't take Joe Namath's number. I'm telling you, man, they going to have suckers gunning for their ass every week. The gang grand, they didn't go on from the lovable losers to the team that everybody going to try you knocked off all this foolishness they going. Three days. Can you imagine if Mike McCarthy did this? If Mike McCarthy decided to sit there and say, oh man, and they played the Hall of Fame game while he's there too, I think. If Mike McCarthy decided, for whatever reason, to cancel three, three mandatory mini camp days, he would be getting roasted. It wouldn't even be, it wouldn't even be just my black ass bringing this up today with everything going on. He would be basically being leading in an all thing if Mike McCarthy did this. Period. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose. We are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. 877-37-GRIND. We'll be back. Are you ready for a real cocktail? Then crack open a great tasting Zing Zang ready to drink cocktail, like our Bloody Mary with vodka in a can. It's full strength with 9% alcohol and America's number one Bloody Mary mix. Or try our mango margarita crafted with silver tequila and real mango puree. Unlike those hard seltzers, each can is made with premium spirits and real ingredients, just like a bartender made it for you. Zing Zang, always bold, always ready. Go to zingzang.com to find where to buy. Please Zing Zang responsibly. Official sponsor of the Sports Grind. For more than a century, the Pendleton Roundup has defined what it means to be a cowboy. It also gave life to something equally renowned, Pendleton Whiskey, capturing that unique spirit in every bottle and honoring the enduring legacy of the American West. Pendleton Whiskey is made with the finest northern grains and cut with Mount Hood Glacier water, a whiskey that celebrates the cowboy in all of us. That's Pendleton Whiskey. That's true Western tradition. Pendleton is the official whiskey of the PBR Tour. Pendleton Distillers, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Please drink responsibly. Pendleton Whiskey, official sponsor. Are you moving around the greater San Antonio area? Choose the storage experts. Tiger Moving and Storage. Whether you're moving an office or the whole family, Tiger Moving and Storage offers container drop-off and delivery with efficient, prompt, and cost-effective service. To learn more and to secure your portable storage container today, go to ChooseTiger.com. Tiger Moving and Storage, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, spinning the one and twos. Today's show was presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose. We have been broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. And this last segment of the day is going to be sponsored by Specs. All right, now we can do this one. It's summer and it's hot. You mean Zing Zang? Zing Zang, I'm sorry. Now we can do Zing Zang. Yeah, now we can do Zing Zang. See, I'm all this Monday. 
Texas summers can get hot, but now they're blazing with the new Zing Zang Blazing Bloody Mary Mix. The latest addition to the Zing Zang lineup brings the same great, bold, and delicious taste that you already know, only much hotter. That is Zing Zang, official sponsor of the Sports Grind, and don't forget to Zing Zang responsibly. Yeah, I'm disappointed in you, Clark. Griswold that you even basically co-signing for but again that's what like to me the NFL it's probably I mean it's the ultimate team sport it's the hardest championship probably to win and I'll and I'll just sit and that's no disrespect to NHL that's no disrespect but because honestly I would just say from my opinion there's no four out of seven you got to be you got to be on point for three games in the playoffs most likely a total of three games to win the whole thing. That and you only have and, 17 games and, to qualify. And, and you only got seven. It's the hardest championship to win. And you know what else is hardest to do? To break the mindset of losing in a loser building. You can change coaches. You can change all that. But if you keep allowing under the same things or doing certain things, especially you get it, that's why you have organizations that have lost for decades. And this is the re- and like I said, I like Sala. It has nothing to do about like Jonas thinks it's because I don't like Aaron. You know, no man. If anything, I'm passionate about it. It's because they've already they've already lowered the standards on camp and OTA, and we wonder why we're having these injuries a lot. It's the same argument with the the, with the low management. That stuff is not proven. It's work. You've got more, so nobody can prove well if you low manage. You only, all it showed us is people more getting injuries. They're not ready come playoff times. You don't, if you're going to run the Boston Marathon, which is 20 plus miles, you don't train for months running 40 yard dashes. So at the end of the day, my whole biggest beef for this, if you, if we're talking about even like, and let's say this is week six or seven and you still got a young team, but man, you got a lot of injuries, you know, you're getting banged up and you want to say, Hey man, we got, I gave the guys off a couple of weeks. They're mental fried. Like, okay, okay. Maybe I can see that. This is the, the no. They've had a whole offseason no, and this is why they're the Jets. This is why. There's no one else. Like first of all, the hard old school coaches they can't really coach the way they want to anymore anyway. The the rules don't allow it. But all we continue to do is to kind of dumb it down, and we kind of just like oh this and this and that. That is when you are really trying to sit there and say, look, how bad do you want to knock off the Bills? How bad are you look? How tired are you staring up at New England and the Bills, uh, even to the point of the Jets? Jets has been staring up in that division a long time. They went through Rex Ryan. They gave Todd Bowles a, a raw deal. Now they've got this young defensive minded coach. But like I said, this is the same organization, though, that hired a defensive minded coach, but then gave up on Zach Wilson like in a year or two because he had some offseason or doing the offseason was in the news too much. And they had, they debacled that. And then they're all in to go get Aaron. That's fine. But this is why they're the Jets, though. There's a reason why Kansas City's Kansas City. There's a reason why New England was New England. There's a reason why certain teams and franchises are certain things is because it starts with the leadership up top. So when they get to week seven and eight and they're on a three-game losing streak or they're up and down or whatever, and you got some, you got Sauce Gardner in his second year, and you got the running back Bryce coming off of this, and all of a sudden it's the midway and the buy's not there yet, and it's like, damn, I want to go that extra mile. Or I want to go that extra yard. How is Sala gonna sit there and come and say when he wants to rip somebody's head off and he's just like, hey man, they ain't go, they ain't taking no plays off. Oh, really? Because I know in June 12th to 15th we canceled take because we had the Hall of Fame schedule. Man, get the hell out of here. 
get out of here. There's no like my my venom is more about that they've already done that. This is the reason why like basically like people like you that can be criticized the way the product looks on the NFL and the way this I don't know and this is this is part of that because not just the fact of taking days off but due to the fact that they can't have camp and meet the way they used to because of player safety is the reason why some people feel the product has gone off. Why you don't have that many good offensive lines in the NFL. Everything is a cause and effect thing in life. And you're talking about trying to set a culture. And there is no culture in New York with the Jets. There's a culture across the street with the Giants. They've been to Super Bowls in the last century. They, in the last, you know, this past decade, last year. There's a winter culture over there. I know they've been down. I know they haven't made the playoffs or whatever, but there's a winning culture there. That it's just to me, and the only reason why it's flying in the radar, like you said, this this that quote that you had, because I've been meaning to get to this, but that quote you had was from last week, and the reason why we're here Monday, because stories from last right, week, right, and the reason why you just heard about this the first time, and you got to go research it, and the reason why I just now got to it on the docket, it's because it's the Jets. That's the only reason why. If this is the Dallas Cowboys, we would have been talking about this, and Mike McCarthy would there would have been pitchforks out of for Mike McCarthy. I feel like if if it was a bigger issue, we actually would have addressed it. I mean, whether you wanted to put it on the docket last week or not is a different story. But we talk about every, we talk we we spent two segments last week talking about Aaron Rodgers and his and, and writing a letter and having a or having a video with the guy who got no, his locker well, this in just Green came, Bay. Well, this but this, go ahead. the 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 story that I read that quote from right. six days ago. Right. All right. Six days ago puts us, what, last Tuesday? And it just came across my radar like Sunday. I get that. And so, you know why that is? Because it's the Jets. No, because we talk about the Jets regardless. Nationwide, we're talking about the Jets regardless. You've already said the pressure on Aaron Rodgers because of the media, because it's New York. Welcome to New York. We've already spent the last year. Aaron Rodgers had to build, right. his, build his own fluff and right. uh, his own headlines before, and now they're going to write themselves so we would have gotten to this, but it's uh, not. But I, I, I think that you're making a mountain out of a molehill for the fact that because they've got to show up a week before everybody else. If he installed what he wants to install, you're right. You don't run a marathon with a hundred yard dashes, but you also don't run twenty six point two miles every every weekend leading up to it either. There, there has to be a balance, and if if Solid has his knows his guys, again we look at the, look at the newer faces um, outside of the uh, the additions. You know, Valdez, uh, not Valdez Scantling, um, my other guy from Green Bay that came down, um, and he's gonna be he's one of Aaron Rodgers' targets, and Aaron Rodgers, and adding Cobb in there. Outside of that, you're returning a lot of guys, so you know. What those guys in the locker room already can take, they know. They know what they're trying to implement. This is on Hackett. Did he get to? And as long as you've covered the install that you need to cover, and now solid today, his quotes today, talking about phase me over the next forty days that we've got between before you show up. Let me ask you something. Why is solid just? If you're telling me that, because like I said, this came across my radar on Sunday. Okay, so what I'm telling you, and you wrote the quotes from last week, but then you're saying that he's speaking of the phase. He's bringing that today, today at his press conference. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you something. Why is he still having to talk about this day at this press conference? It's Cal if this is just about Calvin having a problem with Aaron, wh why is he having to still answer this today in New York media on Monday if it's just if I'm making a mountain out of molehill? Because it's him addressing 
Well, why is he addressing it though? I don't know why his media says his media availability. You, 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 it's not. It's not. It's not. Or as far as I can see here, because you know this is a curveball coming off the docket here, in terms of his comments today. So I, I there's not there's not even an article written on this article on right. this today. The only thing I have is audio that I'm reading transcription from. Okay, so I don't know what question prompted this. So it's not I don't know what I can the, tell you why. I, I don't know if the reporter asked him about but, last. But week. I can tell you why. Uh, uh, and, and you can go for it. But the the fact of it here is is that what he's saying is phasing me. I've told I've given you the playbook. I've given you. We've gone through this all together. We've gone through the reps in practice and in OTAs. Whether we don't need to have mini camp, we're going to be back here in 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 forty days. Now it's your turn to do the work. You do because I can't. I can't run practices heavy because of the the NFL rules. I can't run the workouts as intense. So now you do the work, and he's he's addressing his team through the media, and he's making it show, making it known that the me, that he's telling his players because he's telling it through the media. Now me, go go. You do your workouts now. Let me let me let me. You, you. come back ready in forty days. Know the plays because we've got a game to get. Okay, ready for. let me answer the question on why he's address. Why you said this was the first? What you read was last Wednesday, and why he's showing up Monday and he's still talking about this is because in New York they've got about like they they might not be black but they got about seven eight Calvin's running around that's covering the Jets. And because the, and yo, you're wrong, because if this is a if this is the Cowboys or this is anybody else that basically hasn't won, have been their fan base has been down because of winning or the national media has been on down. This would be a story we would have been talking because it, we, we wouldn't have been able to, I wouldn't been able to push this to the side or it would have came across my radar for Sunday. But the reason why he's still just since this is no big deal, since this is Calvin just making a mountain out of molehill. The reason why his ass is quoting right there again today on Monday. Now, this article you said is on Wednesday. That you read that you started last segment was that's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. The reason why he's still coming back there because people are looking at like, okay, explain that. What's the like? What are we, what are we doing? And the, I don't I don't have this on the top of my head, but you can look to go ask me how many games have, have the Jets won total in the three years Salah's been there. He's in the wrong for this, man. It's the wrong message. It's the new way of whatever doing. And at the end of the day, yeah, I don't care who Aaron has brought. To the with him for the Packers that know Hackett's play or whatever, uh, the wide receiver what's his name don't know it from the back of his hand. The 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 other guys that's that's there don't know the system. They don't know really play. And my thing is when you sit there and say you well you don't run a a hundred yard dash every day twenty sprints either coming up. Well I don't know how, how have they hit anything yet? When's the last time they've hit? Oh I know last year when they showed up. They nobody's even been in pads yet. So what do they need a break from? A mental because it's mental overload. And that is what's wrong. What ha that separates even in life, not just sports. That separates the has from the has nots in that in that mentality. Just right there. Well, you know, hey man, this and this. They're the Jets for a reason. Look, I'm not telling you their season is over because of this. Before it gets started, but I'm just telling you. And them, and now that you say, now that you updated and let us know that this is Monday, he's asking about it. Let the Jets start off slow with Aaron Rodgers. The way New York is, when you got seven, eight Calvins running around, they're going to bring this up and be like, oh, well, hey, the, what's the deal with the camper? Well, you missed those days. It's going to look bad. And then he'll be with your guy in the same boat as Stefanski next year. We're like, well, he's got job security, so he's not innocent. This is how you get to that point. Because owners that evaluate you, they look at you like, okay, well, you did take it, but we're going to let you go. But if we don't see the product on the field and we look soft or we look like when things get going, heck, we are a team, we don't fight on Sunday, we'll bail out if we're down by 10 or 14 they're gonna check mark and they're gonna hold this against his ass 
And I like Robert Sala. I love him as a defensive coordinator with the 49ers. I think he's legit. But this, he dropped the ball on this. When I tell you about how you read the room, he dropped the ball on this one. That's why it sounds like it's either the coaching staff, something personal. There is not enough work they've been doing to sit there and give a bunch of – most of his roster is 22, 24, 26, to give them dudes that many days already. What have they been doing? They ain't even hitting yet. Their bodies ain't hurting, but I guarantee you, when you get to week 9 and 10 and they're on a 3 or 4 game losing streak and Salah's standing up there, hey, don't quit on me now. There's no – why are we taking days off? There's going to be some smart asses in that locker room and be like, hey, well, you didn't bother you in June. And that's why they're the Jets. 877-37-GRIND. <laughs> I can cut you. No way. I mean, come on. Bill Belichick is yelling, no day. Go look at the audio. No days off. This is on a parade in Foxborough. No days off. Now, that, he's being tongue-in-cheek. But he's giving you the message where, like, no, when you win, and there's hard asses like Bill Belichick, Bill Parcells, when their teams win and they feel like they need to lay off the gas, they'll give them a day off. They'll give this there. But you know what they've already done? They've established a winning culture already. We have never heard anything like this from Kansas. We don't even hear about days off from the Chiefs. And they got the baddest man playing quarterback that's walking the planet right now and one of the best coaches to ever coach in the National Football League. And they coaching every day like they, they hungry like it's Ramadan, like they just practice Ramadan. They coming in there drawing up plays every week. We see the snow goal play. They got every reason to have a fat belly. And that don't come out of there. Because they're not New York. What do you mean they're not? What does that have to do with they're not New York? That's what are you why this about? gets more coverage. It gets more coverage because this is New York, Cal. You it's not even that getting before. that much coverage. You just you can't have it both. It's not getting any coverage. You just said that's that, why it's getting no. the. Co- no, I'm saying that's why it's getting the coverage that it is. It's not even and getting that much you're, coverage. You're giving it to. You're giving the coverage six days because, after the fact. because this bothers me the way the state of the league is. It's a bunch of soft asses. It's a bunch of people from your generation and younger that basically just not in life society that everybody wants the least path, the easiest path of resistance. So the CBA, which they fought for, the reason why this has nothing to do with me, with Aaron Rodgers, or I hate Salah. I don't like I didn't like that part of the CBA. Yes, you don't want to kill guys. And we ain't talking about taking it back to the Junction Boys back at College Station back in the 70s and 60s where, oh, you're taking a water break, boy, you're soft. I ain't talking about that. But these are well-compensated athletes for the most of them. They're some of the best-conditioned athletes. This is the time where we're basically sitting there and setting a culture tone. We have not won. Go look at how many games have Salah won since he showed up in New York, and when is the last time the Jets even had a winning season? He's up. He's fighting an uphill battle. It's tough to change that. I think you'd have with the Jets. You'd have to look at a talent discrepancy. They definitely whiffed on quarterback uh, the last two times. They, they've gotten some skilled players in there. And I, I think that it's difficult to have a, high, a culture be highlighted when there's just when, the, when there's not. The, we talk about bros and Joes, and there's just not the Joes in the building to take care of that business. Whatever the I, reason is. I think it's is. a little bit difficult. I do think that if, if Sala believes that, that his guys are ready, I like a coach that, that can read the team and, and, and go off of, off of playbook. Because if because if I if you if your players know what they need to know, then there's no sense in taking that extra beating. You know why we why we uh, my generation is is taking these taking some of these practices in a different way because there's a lot of guys lining up trying to sue the NFL for injuries and past injuries and quality of life now because of what they what they went through 
And those guys weren't coming out of college any anyway built nobody, and, like and, today's guys. And, and to that, nobody, nobody. It's a different world now. And, and no one's been in pads yet. No one's even hit pads. And you can't tell me, and I bet a dollar to the donut, not everybody offensively on that roster knows Hackett's playbook in and out. And if you really believe that, then, then yeah, you. I know Jonas can go off in his other world sometimes, then you are really in the world if you really believe. Hackett's first year over there, because they got Aaron Rodgers, everybody, everybody on that skill position, first receiver, second receiver, third string, everybody knows that playbook in and out. You're, you're crazy. But, but that, that goes right back to Salah's point today. Phase me. Over the next 40 days, or whatever this time frame is, phase me. When you come back, I want to be impressed. Show me yeah. the work that you put in. Sleep with your playbook yeah. at night. Yeah, I got you. Okay. And I, you're right. Phase me. I'll tell Saul, they're going to phase your ass right out of there if it don't work. That's where they're going to phase you because they're going to hold this against you. I, like I'm, I, you know what? I'm gonna we're gonna wait because like we we got to see what the product's gonna look at. But they're gonna be struggling. I swear, if this topic's ever brought back up, we we might as well run autopilot right there because you you just gonna sit there and basically you just gonna take it. Because I'm gonna tell you right now because you make it seem like why are you talking like this, girl? This is totally ridiculous. What are you talking about? Like there's a reason why you got to get on Google and go look and say, well, let me see when's the last time somebody because it ain't common. And, and no, it, it's not being covered because it is the Jets. Because people are like, oh, that's the Jets. If Mike, Mc, the the scrutiny Mike McCartney's under from Cowboy Nation, if that, if he does something like this without getting them to an NFC Championship game, doing anything, and that guy, and unlike Salah, he's got a Super Bowl ring with Green Bay. He's a super. Whether you agree with it or not, he's a Super Bowl coach. If he did this, this would have been news the day it happened, and we still be talking about it, and Cowboy fans would be livid. 877-37-GRIND. All right, man. Well, I didn't think we were going to go that hard on that one, but you surprised me on that one, man. But I, I feel it. You, 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 you'll try to find – you'll try to – you talk about me making a mountain out of molehill, man. You try to spin anything out. You can't invite like, – oh, well, don't because of this. Well, maybe because – nah, maybe because that's why the ass has been losing so damn long. And you're right. I don't care how hard it is and what the circumstances, wrong quarterback, take it, whatever. You are hired to change the culture to winning, and that's what you're supposed to do. And that's not something 95% coaches would do, especially with a team that damn young. All right, man, that is a wrap for today. Special thanks to producer of the show, Jonas Clark, San Antonio. El Paso, Abilene, people up in Lubbock, people up in Tyler, people up in the Shot City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. When that alarm goes off tomorrow morning for you at the snooze button and for you out the rack, just ask yourself. You grind in peace. See you tomorrow. When life sounds too much like this... It's time to consider more of this. Sometimes a little shift is all you need. A dose of perspective. Dos Equis Lager. Get a dose. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2021. Imported by Cervezas Mexicanas, White Plains, New York. Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Thai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special nam and seafood lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. 
It's time to warm up that scoreboard and get ready to bring home the win with Specs. Specs has you covered with lower prices on all your favorite fan fuel. From craft beer, rare spirits and world-class wine to chips, dips and gourmet finer foods. And with same-day delivery when you order online or through the app, Specs is your MVP for the biggest score of the game. At Specs, the fun starts here. Here's to you, cheers to savings. Just because the sun is setting earlier doesn't mean the fun stops sooner. Now is the perfect time to get to Specs and stock up on after-summer savings with fresh new releases in every category. Specs has Texas' largest selection of lower-priced wines, craft cocktail ingredients, and beers that'll have you raising a glass to every sunset. The biggest savings of the season are at Specs. The fun starts here.